And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. As always, not genetically modified. Welcome aboard, everyone. <laughs> and we do indeed have a very, very special show for you today. Guest being singular, we have a singular guest today, and uh, we've got some uh, we've got some great music from a landmark album. How you doing, John Bon Jovial? Very much looking forward to our special guest that we have coming on today. I know that he's been with us a few times before and is always a joy to interview. I'm not going to uh, tell you who that person is. I'm going to leave that up to you and your mellifluous golden tones to inform our audience who we have today. Well, I want to welcome our audience on board around the world and in Rochester, New York, where they listen to Absolutely. us uh, through the facilities of WRFZ, FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio. Welcome aboard, everyone, and stand by because we're going to get to it right now. Our first guest, our only guest this week, is Joe Bonsall of the legendary Oak Ridge Boys, and we're going to be talking about and playing some music from their landmark album, 17th Avenue Revival, and here is a track right now. Originally written and recorded by Brandy Clark. This is Pray to Jesus. We live in trailers and apartments, too. From California to California. And we play the lotto Cause there ain't but two ways We can change tomorrow And there ain't no genie And there ain't no Bible So we pray to Jesus And we play the lotto Love to complain about what we can fix Mothers and law and politics We tell our kids how hard it was back when Same way our parents did to us back then Thought we'd be different but we're just like them Yeah, we pray to Jesus and we play the lotto Cause there ain't but two ways we can change tomorrow And there ain't no change And we play the lotto We load our kids up in our new used car And after church we hit the mini Well 
I could just picture Jerry Lee hammering away on the ivory. Oh, there. man, I love it. I, I love it. Pray to Jesus and, and, and play the lot. Play the lot. <laughs> yeah, baby. And you, you, were telling me, uh, you were telling me off mic that uh, uh, when you went to see them down there, they did that uh, that number on the show. They they sure did. When we got to see them, uh, there's a uh, the folks here in uh, southwest Florida. Uh, I live in Naples, and there's a little town not too far from here called Immokalee. Florida, and uh, which is where a lot of your tomatoes and your lettuce and, and all your, your vegetables that you have on your dinner plate every night uh, come from that particular part of Florida. But there's a casino there, the Immokalee Seminole Casino, and the Oak Ridge Boys with, of course, Joe, uh, played. And this was only, what, about maybe three months or so ago. Yeah, it wasn't too long and- ago. It wasn't too long ago, and they played Pray to Jesus, and they talked about it being from their new album, 17th Avenue Revival, and the place was rocking. People were just doing the hallelujah thing and dancing in the aisles and just loving every bit of it. It was wonderful. And that's what happens in their shows. They they, they just get out there every single show, and uh, they, they give 100%, and the audience feels it. I mean, the place just comes alive if you have never seen the oak ridge boys in person this is not a commercial but uh if you've never seen them in person yes by all means do so i don't care if you like country rock and roll what kind of music you like it's impossible to go see an oak ridge boys show and not get into the mood i mean uh, they really really do the job and that song is a is a perfect indicator of it a little bit of that 1950s rockabilly boogie woogie early rock and roll sound uh, just get your toes tapping uh it, i don't know it, it it's just uh, it moves you and uh, we want to uh, we want to get moving with the show because we're going to have joe joining us here in uh, just a few moments we're going to talk about uh, about the album and of course the boys and their feel and take on the album because this thing has has really become a monster. We have been trying to schedule this interview for some time, and uh, we've had to compete with, uh, well, basically all the biggies around the country. And uh, they, uh, I think they spent one whole day just making the rounds in New York City alone. So uh, it's it's been uh, the album is a monster album. We want to shout out to our uh, our friends and listeners around the country. Before we go any further, uh, we want to say thank you to Mary Perry, an accredited disability representative in Rochester, New York, who underwrites the David Bowers Awards on Rochester Free Radio. Thank you so much, Mary Perry, for making it possible for us to come directly to our friends, fans, and listeners in Rochester, New York. And... Uh, 
We also, let's see, we've also want to thank, uh, while we're on the subject of WRFZ Radio, we want to uh, thank our friends at uh, Rock and Rule Rumble with host and previous The David Bowers Award winner Steve Litvak on Rochester Free Radio, as well as our old buddy Armand of Armand Spins and uh, his son Eric, uh, the uh, House of Guitars there in Rochester. Also, Barbie S. in Springtown, Texas, which is outside of Dallas-Fort Worth. Say hello and thank all you wonderful people. And who knows, maybe next week we'll be thanking you. We're going to, uh, well, we've got, uh, we've got four more tracks. We're actually going to be playing over half of the album, which has nine fantastic songs on. And it was really, uh, it was really difficult to sit down and uh, pick out the tracks we were going to play on this show but, uh, well, we collaborated with Joe Bonsell, and uh, we managed to pick out the tracks that we're going to share with you today. We've got a, a lot of fun, and I, I know Joe is going to have some, uh, some great stories to tell because of the background and some of the things that uh, went into the production and, uh, uh, and release of this album. It's... Uh, it's something that uh, we're really happy to have Joe joining us and uh, getting a chance to talk about it. We do want to take a second also to thank our house band, Kitty Bingo, rock and rollers out of the great state of Texas who provide our theme music and have told us uh, they've, got a, uh, they've got some new music coming out before the end of the year and they're going to come along on the show and, uh, and share it with us and you, our listeners, you be sure to check them out online. Their latest CD was Rock and Roll, ironically enough, what a clever name, and uh, it's, uh, it's available all over the place. Now check them out online. They have a, uh, they have a real fun website, kittybingo.com, and uh, you're going to, you're gonna love it if you like. Uh, if you like good old down home, sit on the back porch, stomp your foot, rock and roll. You're gonna love Kitty Bingo. It's always time to play Kitty Bingo. This is the show where you, the listener, and our guests pick the award winners. There's no nominations, naming panels, only voting. Uh, just simple awards. And today, our our award is to the Oak Ridge Boys once again. The whole show will be dedicated to them and their album. 17th and Avenue Revival, and uh, it's as simple as that. So if you have someone or something you think deserves an award, drop us a line at david at thedavidbowers.com. Put award in the subject line, and uh, who knows, we may announce your award winner right here on the line. Right now, uh, we have this word from our friends at Rochester Free Radio. Join Rochester Free Radio on Saturday, September 1st at I-Square in Arondequite next to the House of Guitars. We'll have music from the country group Our Own Worst Enemy and Deb Magoni. We'll also have music from the oldies band Generation Gap and Dave Poles of Fresh Tunes, as well as Bread and Circuses. Music from our very own Elvis show host, Dave Phelps, as well as the Tombstone Hands. You can check out the exact schedule at our Facebook page on the pinned post, or take a look at our website, rochesterfreeradio.com. 
That's Saturday, September 1st, from noon to 7 p.m. at the I-Square in Arondequoit, next to the House of Guitars. The Rochester Free Radio End of Summer Benefit Bash. Help Rochester Free Radio stay on the air. And there you have it from our friends at Rochester Free Radio. On now to our friends, the Oak Ridge Boys, and the first track, or actually the next track from their fantastic album, 17th Avenue Revival. This is called Let It Shine On Me. Let it shine on me. Let it shine on me. Let your light from the lighthouse shine on me. Let it shine on me. Let it shine on me. Let your light from the lighthouse shine on me. The Lord Let your light from the lighthouse shine on me. He healed the sick and he raised the dead. Let your light from the lighthouse shine on me. Let it shine on. Let it shine on. Let your
Hi, this is John Bon Jovial, and if you're confused by all this, I just want to remind you that you're listening to the David Bowers Awards right here on Blog Talk Radio. Let's let it shine on me, the Oak Ridge Boys, from their album 17th Annual a 17th Avenue Revival. For some reason, I keep wanting to say 17th Annual. It's 17th Avenue Revival. And right now, we'd like to bring him on in here and uh, and have a chat with him. Come on in, pull up a piece of sofa, and uh, say hello. Joe Bonsall of the Oak Ridge Boys. Well, hello, David. Hello, John. Good to talk to you guys again. How you been? Hey, doing just fine, and so great to hear from you. Uh, you've been doing a lot of running around with this album. Yeah, I'll tell you, so since the album came out in the late spring, I mean, we've been everywhere promoting the album and playing shows at the same time. I mean, we've been about as busy as a bunch of old guys can possibly be. I don't know how it gets any busier, but we've been there. Well, I'll tell you what, from having seen you in action, uh, I'd say uh, <laughs> these old guys are staying pretty young because I'll tell you what, uh, this old DJ would have trouble keeping up with you guys. I'll tell you, I don't think a lot of the kids could keep up with us, to be honest with you, but uh, we're, we're really blessed, man. You know, everybody's feeling good, singing good, not the young guys on the block anymore, but still playing big shows. I mean, just this past week, we did the Kentucky State Fair, the Colorado State Fair, and uh, big shows uh, yet to come this fall, and then a big Christmas tour. So, I mean, we're out there doing it, and, and then they have the opportunity to, uh, to have the opportunity to record you know, a brand new album like this at the same time has really been, uh, really been just fabulous. You know, I, I know you guys uh, run your butts off, Joe, and uh, I, I admire everything that you do. You know, I got to see you uh, through your graciousness last March at the uh, casino in Immokalee, Florida, mm-hmm. and it was a it was a small venue. And, and the thing that I like about you guys is you'll play the big venues and you'll play the small venues. I think this one only held about 800 people. Um, but you had us rocking in the aisles. I will never forget. And I, you know, and listen, not to try to inflate your ego or anything like that, but seeing the Oak Ridge boys has always been a bucket list thing for me. And I got to do that last March. I got to see you for the first time, even though I've been following you guys for over 40 years and it was just the most amazing thing. And I want to thank you. It was just, it was a marvelous show. Well, thank you, John. That's a, that's a really high compliment coming from you, my brother. And, uh, you know, we, we, we enjoy the singing, and it doesn't matter the size of the venue, man. If the folks are there, man, you, you, you go out there and give it everything you got, and that is what we try to do. That's kind of our thing. But uh, thank you for the kind words. I remember that date well. My daughter was with me, and uh, I think we had, we had the uh, – is that the time? I think we had the day off before, and her and I went to see the Phillies play. In a minor league uh, game against the Tampa yeah, Bay Rays. Spring that's, training, so, absolutely. Spring yeah, training. Yeah, so we that's, did that last March as well. So I got to spend some quality well, time with my daughter for on that on that uh, kind of show trip as well. And you know, I had my daughter with me that night, and um, my daughter is she's in her twenties, and she as she she puts it, she says, "Dad, I know you were a country disc jockey for many years, but how can you listen to that stuff? I hate country music." And you know what? She walked away from that concert impressed. She says, oh, my God, they were amazing. All right, cool. <laughs> Always good to win over the young ones, man. What we got a convert. Well, you know, I don't That's think the kids sometimes realize, you know, there's a whole new country music scene out there. And I think a lot of the kids singing country music today realize where it all started and where it came from and whose shoulders they're standing on. But a lot of the young fans don't always quite get it because they're they're young and, the, and they only know what's new and fresh. And... um 
I find that when we get an opportunity to perform for these kids at either a big festival or or something, that they their minds are pretty well blown. That, oh my God, that's the Oak Ridge Boys. Gee, that oh, my yeah. grandfather loved them. You know, well, you've got some pretty broad shoulders to stand on, and 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 you do it you do it well. Thank you, brother. Appreciate that. Remarkably well, and I think uh, I think that uh, one of well the two keys. One, of course, is the uh, the fabulous factor that you guys are the entity that you are the excitement the fact that you put your heart and souls into what you're doing and you love what you're doing and the other factor i think is that the music is just that it transcends genre it's not always pure country it's not always uh, pop rock it's not rock and roll it's not gospel it's music i mean I was calling it American music before the term Americana came along. And uh, to me, that's what it is. It's not pigeonholed. You guys are not. Yeah, country music cannot lay sole claim to the Oak Ridge Boys. You belong to all of American music. Well, thank you, David. And, you know, I agree with you 100%. Um, in fact, I call our group. Uh, I say sometimes, that, yeah, I'm, I'm Joe Bonzel, 44-year member of the American music with the Oak Ridge Boys. That's what I call us, too. Because it ain't just country. You're right. We have always leaned every which way. We're really song-oriented for the most part, unless we're looking at a conceptual theme, which kind of like the new album is. Uh, and Dave Cobb took us down that conceptual road. But for the most part, man, we're song-oriented. Play us a good song, a song we really like, because we can't expect people to like it if we don't love it. And so we got to have a song that all four guys love, and that it's a doggone good song. And we put all our, our, our all into that song. So we're really song-oriented. It doesn't really matter the genre so much. Just my whole thing is sing me a good song, man. I want to hear a good song. And I think most people do. And I agree with you 100%. 72 studio albums since 1958, which is amazing in itself. And this this current album of yours, uh, the 17th annual i bound to say annual 17th Avenue Revival. Uh, we get a little extra emphasis on the title there. Uh, but the, the it's more than just another gospel album. You had a guy who was so well-known in the music business, Dave Cobb, that got you guys together. And, uh, well, as one writer said, I kind of invoked the spirit of Pop Staples. But tell us, tell us, Joe, Dave Cobb put you into a position of doing something. What was it he wanted from you guys? Well, first of all, we approached Dave Cobb with the idea that we have done just about everything. And after that induction into the Hall of Fame in 2015, October, we wanted to do something monumental. And at this point in our career, we didn't know if we'd get a chance to do another album, what kind of album it would be when we did it. But the opportunity presented itself, and we went to Dave. We said, Dave, can you help us? We worked with Dave 11 years ago when the boys are, uh, not, the boys are back. Yeah, the boys are back album. Right. And um, we met Dave even before that because he was producing Shooter Jennings, as he still does. And we sang on a song with Shooter and got to know young Dave Cobb when he, before he even moved to Nashville, that was, and became, you know, the producer in town, which he is now, producing, you know, Sturgill Simpson and Jason Isbell and uh, Chris Stapleton. Stop there. And um, we had a meeting with Dave. And we said, Dave, we just want to do something monumental here. What, what do you think? He said, well, I think this. What influenced the early rock and roll guys, Elvis, Jerry Lee, Ray, Ray Charles? What excited you about them? Think back. 
what was it that they had that got us? They all came out of gospel, just like you guys. They all came out of gospel, and gospel music was their early influence. And I'm not just talking southern gospel here. I'm talking going way back and tapping into the black gospel and going way back to where Elvis went when he first started. And, man, it, it clicked with us. He said it, his words were, it doesn't have to be a gospel album. It won't be all gospel, and it's not. He said, but it has to have that feel. I read a review the other day that said 17th Avenue Revival sounds like a cross between old rockabilly and pew shouting gospel. Hey, that's exactly. a good one. Exactly. I that, that, that said it uh, pretty well right there. and uh, That sums it up in a nutshell. And we're going to take a break <laughs> right now and play another track that sort of sums it up, too, because this next track harkens to a rock and roll, albeit a little bit more recent, because uh, the Black Crows did this back in 2008. Here are the Oak Ridge Boys from 17th Avenue Revival, and God's got it. Well- Got it, and I, I hear that song, and I think of the uh, of a national treasure who we just lost here recently. I could hear Aretha Franklin up there doing that song. It's oh my gosh, she could burn it, couldn't she? Couldn't she? <laughs> Absolutely, a lot better yeah. than I did, but she could. She, she sure could. Ain't no doubt about it. Oh, I w- hey, I'll tell you, I would have loved to have heard the two of you get together. And I. I would have paid through the nose good money to see that show. That would have been, that would have been a classic. But Joe, I yeah, got a got... Uh, no, no, you didn't, and uh, no, we that's did. a shame. But uh, I've got, I've got to uh, go off topic for just a moment here because I know that uh, 
you've had a situation recently and I just, uh, well, I just, I just want to know and be able to share it with the listeners too. You have a, uh, a member of the family, a kitty by the name of Sonny, who has been experiencing some problems. And I know that you had her to the vet today, and I'm hoping that uh, maybe you got some good news from the vet. Well, I'll tell you, thank you. And, I, and the outpouring of love on Twitter at my at Joe Bonzel account has just been an astounding. Uh, you know, people love their animals. They love their pets. And they're part of a family, man. I mean, you know, owning a pet is a lifelong experience, especially in the life of the pet. And we've got this great cat, Sonny. Let me tell you how we found how we got Sonny. About 11 years ago, we got a phone call from our granddaughter. She was out in the country somewhere partying with a bunch of young people. And there's a couple of good old boys out there shooting off guns. And they found this big, this orange kitten, and he was just ate up with sickness and fleas and ticks, and they were going to shoot him. And Brianne called my wife, Mary, and said, Mom, 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 we've got this cat, and she explained the situation. Mary said, you pick up that cat and take him to the vet right now. Tell them we'll be down to get him. And she took him to the vet, and they cleaned him up, had heartworms at the time. He was just a ruination of a kitten. And we took him home to what, what would be Cat Paradise, our house. <laughs> and he's been with us now 11 years, and he's been having some real problems lately with his gastrointestinal system. He's had diabetes for two years, but Mary gives him his insulin regularly, and he's had that under control. But um, he, they found the mass in his GI system down there, and they've taken a biopsy of it today. And so we really won't know till Wednesday uh, the extent of, of what it is, but the prognosis is really not very good, to be honest. I, I wish I could say it was better, but I think, I think, I think we're going to uh, be saying goodbye to Sonny. I, I, they're, they're pretty sure it's large T-cell cancer. Well, I'm very sorry to hear that. And, yeah, uh, that's, that's no good. All, all well, no, we, we, we all hate it. You know, I mean, God gives us life and God takes it, whether it's our animals or whether it's human beings. I mean, we're all losing people here yep. these days and as we get a little older that's kind of the price you pay for getting older all of a sudden you're saying goodbye to people that you didn't expect to say goodbye to well Amen. Yeah, no, it's, people. Uh, <laughs> yes yeah it's my uh, my, it's, my wife uh, my wife jan and i we're going to be facing that thing eventually too our kitty his name is felix he's 20 years old and uh i mean he's still pretty spry but you know we can we can tell that it's kind of the beginning of the end and you know it's a sad thing and you're right they're absolutely they are members of the family there's well, no sure getting they away are from you that. get a cat that's lived with you for 10 11 15 20 years i have a yeah. i have a little girl sally ann has been with us she's 21 and she's spry too but like you just said you can see signs just like you can in somebody in their 90s i mean you know uh mm-hmm. you know we get old and then and then we pass that's really kind of the circle of life thing there but uh it's 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 sad to see it happen, and you sure hate to lose them, man. They're they're they're, they're friends that they become friends. They are. They're a part of the family, and I think all pet owners, at one time or another, go through it. Yeah, because to, uh, if, God, if the circle works right, we live longer than they do. Yes, that's their lifespans are shorter, be. so we don't have our our pets as long as as we would like to have them. That's just the way that goes. So you got to prepare yourself for it, but. I like to try to express, uh, you know, good ownership of pets. You know, when people adopt a kitten or a puppy, it, it's it's a commitment, man. You got to stay with it. You got to keep them. Once they quit being so cute, they're still yours. 
yeah. it's a major commitment. I mean, it's not something to be taken lightly, and it just not drives me crazy that, uh, you know, that that uh, especially around Christmas uh, or Easter time, uh, the uh, you know the parents will buy their kids this 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 cute little fluffy baby pet of some kind, and mm-hmm. oh wait a minute, that thing's growing up. We got to get rid of it. You know, it's no. <laughs> No, you can't. Yeah. That's just not yeah. the way it works. Well, listen, Joe, on a totally unrelated subject, uh, yeah. a question that that I've been wanting to ask you, because knowing that this interview was coming up, I was trying to formulate some of the questions in my mind. And of course, you know, you guys are a huge act, and and not the only huge act, but you're certainly up there, you know, with the best of the best. And I'm I'm wondering, uh, do you ever consider doing covers? of real famous acts songs and 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 I'll uh, in particular the one the song that I'm thinking of is probably not probably it is my all-time favorite song by Waylon Jennings a song called This Time mm-hmm. have you ever have you guys ever considered doing a cover of a song of that magnitude oh I don't say we'd ever say no to anything like that, to be honest with you. We covered some songs on our Boys the Back album uh, 10 years ago with Dave Cobb, 11 now. And, um, you know, we we did Seven Nation Army by, by right. White Stripes. We did Beautiful Blue Bird by Neil Young. We did uh, I Could Hold You in My Arms by Ray LaMontagnier. And so it's never out of the question. We did Boom Boom by uh, uh, Hook, John Hooker. So, I mean, it's not out of the question that we would do such a thing. No, uh, we've done it before. For the most part, though, what excites us usually is new music. But then again, look at 17th Avenue Revival. We've got a selection of brand-new songs on there written by young, new songwriters. But then we went way, way back um, as far as the Smithsonian to find some of that stuff. So uh, we're open to anything if the song turns us on, to be honest. Would we do it? The answer is probably yes, if it, if it hit everybody to do it. Well, there's a thought That'd right there. Uh, I would uh, I would love to hear that. Could always we could always look forward to a potential cover song album by the uh, by the Oak Ridge Boys. Get a well, few now, classics out this. there. I'll give, you, I'll give you an exclusive, something nobody knows. Lightning Rod oh. Records, Thirty Tigers, and Dave Cobb want to do another project. Okay. And we'll probably we'll probably record it in 2019 for a release in 2020. That's what we're looking at. And who in the heck knows? What kind of road Dave Cobb will take us down next time? Well, I'll tell you what, what you're saying. Now, let's the get, combination let's take some of the great cover songs of all time and do them. I mean, it's you know people you have go. done that kind of thing, and yeah. uh, the it, combination, it could be the idea. The combination of you guys and Dave Cobb has produced a couple of uh, a couple of major gems, and Seventeenth uh, Avenue Revival definitely one of those. So uh, you're right. Who knows? All we know is it. Uh, It'll be worth waiting for, and I would like to right now put our name on the list of uh, interviews for when that album comes out. We want to get on top of that list so that we could get you back here and uh, and sure. play and talk about the new album. Right now, we want to play and talk about 17th Avenue Revival, and I was reading a uh, a very famous writer, Chuck Defan, of the, uh, well, he's an award-winning writer for Billboard magazine. He also freelances. And best of all, he's another former radio guy, and he was mm-hmm. commenting on the old-school approach uh, that you all used on some of the tracks in this album, uh, the idea of uh, basically just getting, uh, getting four guys around the microphone and letting them cut loose with their music. And uh, that goes back to the style of the old gospel groups from 50, 60 years ago. 
like uh, the spears and the stamps and uh, oh yeah just, yeah that's in fact that's exactly what Dave was thinking about uh, you just heard God's got it we did that around one microphone right and right yeah and and brand new star an interesting story on that is when we the first song we recorded on this project was brand new star with full instrumentation and it came out great and at the end of the session Dave said guys I want to redo brand new star and I'm thinking why. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how come? <laughs> and Dave said, no. And he put that big RCA 77 in the middle of the floor. He sat 10 feet over with just a guitar and said, let's just do it this way, just for fun. Humor me. And we did it. And that's that's what it ended up to be. And we're going to play hand, that. He added some hand claps and some a little rhythm to it. But basically, it was him with his rhythm guitar and the four of us around the around one mic singing which you know you can't fix you can't mix you can't right whatever it is is what it is and uh it how, is what, what it is absolutely concept, we're gonna huh? <laughs> we're gonna close with that track because uh as i well as i mentioned to you when we were talking about the uh the uh, song list for the show uh this song seems to have taken on a life of its own and uh we're gonna save that for the closing right now we're gonna play the track called there will be light.
Beautiful. The Oak Ridge Boys, There Will Be Light, from the album 17th Avenue Revival. Joe Bonsall, I wanted to get on another subject with you from the album, because I know there's quite a story there, and that is the studio where you recorded this. Well, what 17th Avenue Revival means is the RCA Legendary Studio A which Dave Cobb pretty well rescued almost single-handedly from being tore down and condos built. Everybody from Chet Atkins to Dolly Parton to Elvis is recorded there. And it's a historic place. And Dave Cobb now does all his work there. His offices are there. And he pretty much took over RCA Studio A. There are still ghosts in there. I mean, they say Chet Atkins still walks around in there, and I wouldn't doubt it. And... The idea for the title of the album, my idea was Shine the Light. And we ended up going on the Shine the Light tour this year in support of the album. But Dave said, no, it goes even deeper than that. Let's call it 17th Avenue Revival, man, because the studio was revived. And what you guys just did in here was reviving. So to me, this is a 17th Avenue Revival right here. And um, we went with Dave as we always do, <laughs> and called it 17th Avenue Revival. But, yes, uh, we're talking about the old RCA Studio A right there on 17th Avenue, where uh, history has been made over and over and over through the decades. And I can't help but think, uh, in, in putting that into context, I can't help but think that uh, that, is a, uh, that, that is a figurative star on one heck of a walk of fame. Uh, you guys have just etched yourself into an even larger piece of not only Nashville, but American music history. That's, uh, that's quite, a, uh, quite an accomplishment there, and uh, something that I'm sure you guys are going to be proud of for many years to come. And remembered for long after we have gone on to bigger and better things, as they say. Well, that's right, Dave, and I hope you're right there. And uh, it feels like we made some good history there, and uh, everything about that whole project just felt great from the first meetings with Cobb to the studio time to how we got to where we, how we got from point A to B to C to D with the idea of this project and how the songs came out and how the album came out. It's, uh, it's, it's really like I read another review the other day by, by somebody pretty big. And I think it was Rolling Stone that said, this is an album not to be ignored. This is a part of history here. And, uh, you know, some things get lost in the shuffle easily because there's just so much stuff out there. But um, I, I think that there's some real legs to this album that's going to last for a, a long time. Well, on that note, before, and I know John Bon Jovi wants to get in with a question too, but before we, before we do follow up there, just briefly tell us a little bit about what the other guys felt uh, both in doing the album and in retrospect afterwards. Well, the guys are really excited about it. Richard got a chance to do that, a great, great bass lead on, on that album, too, an old old black thing that uh, he really dug his teeth into and did a great job on. I want to be ready, that one. And, right. uh, you yeah, know, right. you got to have a bass singer to do a song like that. So Richard was really stoked for that one. And you got the best. <laughs> oh, man, he is. He, he really is. And, and Golden and Dwayne and myself and Richard, we were all into this thing, man. We all bought into Dave Cobb. We drank Dave Cobb's Kool-Aid. We would have followed him right over a cliff if he'd have let us over it. And uh, 
It's like when we first met him and he said, you know what, guys, I get this idea. You might think I'm crazy, but I hear you do, doing 17th Avenue Revival by White Stripes. Now, I know you're going to think that's nuts, but I'm hearing Richard sing the, the Jack White guitar riffs. And I'm hearing you guys uh, all coming in on the boom, 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 boom things. And, and, and I think we can make it really happen and, and we can set people on their ear. And we said, of course you're crazy, Dave. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the craziest idea we've ever heard. Let's get in the studio and do this thing. Let's do it. See what happens. Absolutely. You know, Oak Ridge boys have always been willing, man. You got to be willing in this in this world to do whatever. And uh, we were willing to do whatever he said, and and that was the case here. To a man, every guy bought into Dave Cobb, and we just followed his lead. And um, I think the idea for the album was probably a little more gospel than we were expecting to do. I mean, God knows we've recorded plenty of gospel, but in Dave's words. This isn't gospel like you guys came up on. I want to do no. something more than that. And yeah. so he uh, he expanded upon it, and so did we. And uh, I, like I say, we bought into it, and we really – I know, you know, everybody says, oh, we had a ball doing this album, and hopefully they did. And hopefully we always do as well. But we really felt something special doing this. Well, I if mean, I we're, around, say we're so. around young people, man. You know, you get energy from young people, young producer, young engineers, young players, even in some cases, young songwriters. Again, you no. mentioned Brand New Star. Two 27-year-old guys wrote that song, man. No. 27. No, uh, and I think if I may look forward to the distant future, I think there are going to be four more sets of uh, footsteps ghosting through that studio in decades to come. John Bon Jovial, I know you wanted to get in here. Jump in. Well, yeah, I, you know, the, of course, the, the, this is a, a legendary studio, and uh, this is a recording studio not to be taken lightly. And if you can't get excited and psyched and up for this, then you have no business being in the business. But, you know, I have been in the radio business for over 40 years, and and, uh, David's been in the business even longer than I. And after a time, you know, you can listen to a piece of recorded music, and you can tell if the musicians and band, you know, the, the band members were going through the motions and producing something polished, or were their hearts really in it? And, you know, most of the time, at least it seems to me, uh, after a band is established for so many years, they just kind of go through the motions. And in listening to this particular piece of music, uh, I don't think that's the case with you. I think that you guys were really, I, I could hear the camaraderie in the music. I could hear the love for each other in the music and the dedication to, to doing this. And that's something that you don't hear too often you know a few examples that i can think of of you know past musicians that uh that that were so dedicated to their craft uh conway twitty the way he wailed in hello darling um tammy wynette the way she sang in uh in uh d-i-v-o-r-c-e uh it is just uh it's a, it, it seems to me more and more these days a rarity and and you guys have got it uh, at least you sure did on this record well, and then there's a lot of people today that just count on fixing it in the studio. You know? Oh, my God, that's yeah. off pitch. Well, we, we can fix that. Okay, I'm, uh, let's go eat. Auto uh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, thank God we got those kind of things that can help make things sound better, I guess. And, and I don't have anything against it, but uh, 
the Oak Ridge Boys attitude is pretty much like you just said. I mean, just like our stage show, like everything else, it's like, man, if you're not going to do it right, don't do it at all. I, I mean, I, that's why we're still around after all these years, man. The Oak Ridge Boys get it done. We, we hit it hard. I'm, I'm with a group where the other three guys, you mentioned the other guys and what do they think. I'm happy to be with a group of guys that are always forward-thinking, no quitting anybody. You know, stop? Are you kidding? God will tell us when to stop. Right now, how can we make this tour better than the last tour? What kind of right. set list can we do tonight that will be better than the one we did last night? Let's sing. Let's give this all we got tonight and try to make it better. Let's do this next album and let's let's do something monumental here. Let's let's not rest on the old laurel, so to speak. And and really, that's the attitude of that's an Oak Ridge boy thing. We used to call ourselves the Grizzlers. <laughs> yeah, man. I say, hey, man, we're the Grizzlers, baby. Let's get it done. And, you guys. And, and, and that Grizzlers thing is still there, man. The guys are the Grizzlers, man. You guys are. We're going to work harder than anybody else. That's why we're still around. That's how we made it. Back in the 70s, we worked harder than anybody else. People couldn't believe what we did when we went out there. And other country acts went, holy cow, we better pick it up. And that's how we were. And that's the only group today that I see that in, to be honest with you, is the Brothers Osborne. Mm -hmm. I see that in them. They've got this energy thing that's happening that's really magic. And uh, with great music and great playing and everything else to go with it. But, uh, you know, Zach Brown Band had it, and uh, at least they had it for a while. And, um, and, and you know, there's some other, other, other kids today that really go out there and put it on, like Keith Urban. There's, there's some good, good performers out there. But uh, I just know that the Oak Ridge Boys give it everything we've got all the time, whether it's in the studio, whether it's sitting around a table planning, whether it's actually going on stage and singing, which I think we probably still enjoy the best. Well, you guys are a throwback. To me, you are a throwback to the old days before uh, TV, even before radio. And no, I have not been around that long, but <laughs> close to it. But uh, you're a throwback to the days of family, and you'd all get together on uh, whatever, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon, whatever, get together on the back porch and just sing some songs and be together, share the love. Uh, the only the only major difference is you guys are what all the rest of us aspired to be. It's what we thought we sounded like. But uh, that's true. Is. But you're right about the attitude. That is the attitude, man. Let's let's. Our whole thing is let's go sing. That, that's it. Let's, let's go sing. That's what we do. Let's go sing. That, that's and it. Every night on the side of the stage, say the Colorado State Fair the other night. You know, the, when, the road, when the rodeo ended and they changed over the stage for us, it was, all right, man, let's sing. Boom, it's time to yeah. sing. That's, that's, that's the Oak Ridge voice. And it layer. comes through. You can, you can, uh, you can tell, <laughs> as I've mentioned before, uh, all, all you have to do is sit in at the beginning of one of your shows and you're hooked. You know what's coming because you can feel it coming. It's like looking at that light down at the end of the tunnel and saying, Oh darn! Here comes a train. You know it's coming. Yeah. Well, that's, well, you know, it, that way because that's what we're looking at. It, <laughs> it's it's like a bunch of little kids that discover something that is so joyful and so much fun. And oh my God, I want to do this again. I want to do this again. Oh wait a minute, we can get paid for this too. Oh God, we're both. <laughs> I get paid for sitting on a bus for a thousand miles. I sing for nothing. I hear you. That's a I, I get paid way. for being away from my house and my farm and my wife and my cats. I, I sing for nothing. That's a good <laughs> attitude. I like that. I like yeah, that's that. what I they pay me for. They I pay me for the long that. bus ride and the time away from home. That's what they pay me for. 
Fantastic. Joe Bonsall, we want to thank you so much for coming and spending your time with us. I want to thank Mary for sharing you with us for this hour, and uh, you and all the guys for sharing your music, uh, and even beyond that, sharing your love with us and everyone else. Uh, we really appreciate it, and just can't say enough about this album. Fantastic album. Well, Dave, album. you've been a great friend, a longtime friend now, and I thank you for your love and support, and John Bon Jovial for your kind words and your friendship. Thank you, guys. you got a great thing going there, too, and uh, just honored to be a part of it. Thanks for, thanks for playing 17th Avenue Revival, man. It means the world that you do that. And we it's appreciate you sharing it with us. It's our pleasure. Yes, it is, John Bon Jovial. Thank you again, Joe Bonzo, the Oak Ridge Boys, celebrating their album, 17th Avenue Revival. And here it is, the song that seems to have gotten a life of its own from the album. This is Brand New Star. There's a brand new star up in heaven tonight Shining down on us, glorious and bright I'm gonna miss you every day But I know that you're all right There's a brand new star up in heaven tonight There's a peace in my heart Finally moving on A calm in my conscience That sings my song No longer will you struggle No longer will you fight There's a brand new star Up in heaven tonight Let the love shine down 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 quoted the writer uh, an album not to be missed it's uh, 17th avenue revival uh there's uh, about four more great cuts on there that we weren't able to squeeze in here so i know you're going to want to check it out it's available all over the world right now get it before somebody else does we thank joe and all of the oaks and 
I'm losing my voice again. But uh, <laughs> we thank Joe for spending time with us today. And I think that, uh, yeah, it's just about that time. We'll see you next week for another The David Bowers Awards. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Yes, sir. Well, I, you know, I'll tell you what, going back to that comment that Joe made about the fully orchestrated version of Brand New Star and this more acoustic version. And yeah, he hits the nail on the head. That that was absolutely amazing. All right, folks. Hey, you've uh, spent another hour with us and we really appreciate it. It was uh, wonderful having you with us this week. Uh, the David Bowers Awards. That's us. It is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and also from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona. We are available for free on Blog Talk Radio, also on YouTube, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, Amazon Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud, MixCloud, and some of these other silly platforms where you can get your podcasts and wherever great indie music is played, that's where you're going to find the David Bowers Awards. Click and follow us and like us on uh, Blog Talk Radio, on Facebook, on Twitter, and uh, keep up with all the latest information of what is going on in the wild, wacky, and wonderful world of indie music. Join us next week, please, for the David Bowers Awards, Saturdays at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFZFM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio, and of course, on Blog Talk Radio, Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific and 6 p.m. UTC for you international bon vivants out there. For more great indie music and talk with the folks that make it happen. So until next week, for the David Bowers, Nick the Geek, and all the other folks here in the studio, I want to thank you very much for joining us. It's been a very special show with Joe Bonsell. I am John Bon Jovial saying please be safe this week. Love each other. We'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.